Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. I'm your host, Ari Mizell, and my guest today is an old friend, Julia Pimsler. So before I even intro you, I want to say thank you for taking the time to talk to me today, Julia. It's my pleasure. Great to be with you, Ari. Thank you. So Julia's background is a language learning program, actually, and now her focus is on helping women scale their companies to great results. So Julia, can you just give a really quick background before we get to Million Dollar Women? What was going on in your life? Well, I started a company called Little Pim, which is a language teaching program for young children, kind of like Rosetta Stone for little kids is kind of a shortcut way of thinking about it. And I met you when I was about three or four years into building my business. And I loved what I did. It was like a big passion project to help parents be their kids' first language tutors. But the running the company was just exhausting. I was working what felt like 24-7. I had two little kids at home under the age of six. And I was kind of burning myself out. And that's actually when I met you and said, hey, you know, either I have to stop doing some of the things I'm doing, because in addition to running my company, of course, I was like class parent and running book clubs and serving on boards and doing all the things we like to do as moms. So I said, either I have to stop doing some of these things, or I have to get a whole lot better at doing them all and keeping my sanity. And that's when you walked into my life. Well, thank you for that little nod. And then so how did you get to, I mean, I guess in some ways it probably felt like obvious, but how was the next leap for you to be helping women? Sure. Well, I actually think you were a big part of it, Ari. I mean, I sing your praises all the time. So it's really fun to be on the show now (laughs) because, you know, you really helped set me up in the space of three months. You turned me into this sort of efficiency ninja. I now call myself a delegation ninja because it's really all about delegating. I remember you sort of taught me the mantra of like, you know, outsource and systematize and, you know, have an external brain and all that great stuff. And that um, allowed me to stay on not all the boards, but a couple of the boards and keep running my company. And then eventually I went out and raised venture capital for Little Pim. And thanks to that, was able to scale it up and turn it into a multi-million dollar business, which I ran for about nine years. And in the course of that time, stumbled on these two statistics that really made me mad. And the first is that only 3% of women entrepreneurs ever get to a million in revenues. It's a very tiny number. Uh, 97% of all women are running businesses that never make more than 100,000 and have zero employees. I just thought that was crazy. So that was the first number that made me mad. And the second was that only 4% of venture capital went to women-run businesses. And since I was out raising venture capital, that was a very daunting statistic to learn and felt very fortunate when I was able to raise my VC money and scale up my business. But that led to my new love and passion, which is helping more women scale up. Right. So what are some, I mean, whether you learned them at that time or that you've learned them in the work that you've been doing now, but what are some of these specific challenges facing women in growing their businesses? Yeah, I'll get to that in one minute. I just want to mention that I still love my company. So we actually figured out a way to keep it going while I took on this full-time mission. I wrote a book called Million Dollar Women, which hopefully some of your readers have checked out, especially the women. And that was telling my story of building Little Pim into a multi-million dollar business and profiling other women who did the same. So we hired a new CEO 
I'm still founder, I'm still on the board, but no day-to-day role. And now I run Million Dollar Women. And what I've noticed in coaching women over the last couple of years to scale up their businesses to get to over that million dollar mark is that women really struggle with, I would say, three main things. It's the right mindset, getting the right mindset about going big, you know, having that confidence, being able to picture it, getting into a place where they can be kind of water around rocks and do whatever needs to be done to get to that million dollar mark. The right skill set filling in their business gaps, making sure they know how to manage their finances, you know, really filling out their toolkit as a CEO. And then the last thing is the right networks, getting into the right rooms of people so that they can either raise capital for their companies or find the right strategic partners or just get those mentors that can help pull you up to the next level. Now, on the other side of things, because so my I have a team of seven people and six of them are women, uh, which is always I, 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 lucky I, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely lucky me. Uh, and so, what do you see as some of the advantages that women have in growing businesses and operating businesses? I think women tend to be. I never like to make broad generalizations because I'm not an essentialist. Like I, I know a lot of men who have female qualities, traditionally female qualities, and women who have traditionally male qualities, including myself. I'm extremely driven and focused and outcome driven and some, you know, I think erroneously call those male qualities. But I would say if I had to answer that I find women to have really great intuition about people. Mm and to be really good managers of people. Empathy seems to come pretty naturally to us, knowing how to connect with people we manage. You know, I think these are some things I've seen in my longtime membership in the Entrepreneurs Organization, which is about 85% men. You know, they'll do all these special workshops, right, on like how to better connect with your employees and how to care about them and their future. And I think some of those things come more naturally to women managers. The other thing we, we are great at is multitasking. Not necessarily the multitasking that you know everyone is uh, saying, don't do it anymore, right? Doing everything at once, but just right. juggling a lot of priorities and not getting overwhelmed with that. Especially working moms, big shout out for working moms who you know have just had to learn how to manage multiple tracks. So I think that's another great skill in the workplace. And then the last thing is, I would also say that we are amazing leaders because we can set a vision, pull everyone with us towards that vision, make people feel included and energized and appreciated. And those are really top leadership skills. Yeah, sure. And and I I would would completely agree with all that. So the women that you're dealing with, you know, it's million dollar women, right? Obviously. So are you typically seeing the people in your program, they're, they're trying to get to their first million? That's right. We are laser focused on women who are making between 100,000 and 800,000 in revenues in their Mm -hmm. business and trying to get to that million dollar mark. So a lot of what we teach is about setting up scalable systems, about having the right team, where to access capital, getting the right mentors. And those are some of the things that help them get over that million dollar hump. Well, and so one of the things that I often see in that that range of revenue from businesses is that a big concern or big challenge for them is to be able to generate leads and convert consistently. So is that something you see too? Yes. I think um, up until, you know, maybe 500,000, you can kind of hustle your way into your revenues, right? And then eventually you need some kind of repeatable system. So one of the things we do in my online business program, which is called Million Dollar Women Masterclass, is we have women create a sales playbook. Because often all these great sales tactics that have gotten them to 200,000, 500,000 live in their head. And until they get that down on paper, that's not something they can use to train other people. 
Now, a few of them can yet afford like a full-time salesperson, but usually when you map out your sales process, you realize there are many pieces of that journey that can be outsourced, whether it's looking at leads, whether it's actually analyzing the leads for who are the people to follow up with, even something as simple as setting up the meetings, right? Just really breaking it down into all its steps and figuring out what you can outsource and to whom. Yeah, great. And the thing is that the other side of that, well, the other side, but what I also see a lot of times with those sort of the 100,000, 800,000, the question that they're often asking is really, how do I get ahead? And how do I get further ahead? Like, that's what they're trying to figure out at that point. Because as you said, you can like hustle to 500 or so, but then you have to put something in place. Yeah, and it has to be repeatable, right? Rinse and repeat. (laughs) And, you know, the other thing is I'm a big fan of the main message of the E-Myth, you know, that classic business book where he says you need to create extraordinary systems so that ordinary people can produce extraordinary results. And that is such a mantra to live by when you're scaling up your business, because I think sometimes entrepreneurs fall into this trap of congratulating themselves for finding like one amazing employee, right? Like, oh, I hired Jennifer and she's so awesome. Good for me, right? And I'm always like, no, 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 that's not good for you. (laughs) Because what if Jennifer leaves, right? What's awesome is creating an amazing system so that you can have, you know, people flowing in and out of your company using these systems and never lose a beat, right? If something, if someone leaves. Right, exactly. So now in your own business, in the Million Dollar Women business, what are some of the challenges that you're you're faced with at this point? Well, we are scaling up too. Million Dollar Women has two main activities. Our mission is to help 1 million women get to 1 million in revenues by 2020. And we're all so excited about that and seeing that happen in our lifetime. So that little 3% number can grow exponentially. And we do that in two ways. We have an online business school called Million Dollar Women Masterclass, which is a four-month group coaching program. We've already graduated over 75 women and 20% of our graduates have gotten to a million. We're so proud of them. That's where you cheer. No, I'm sorry. You cut out for a second. (laughs) I mean, you're talking about creating a trillion dollars of impact. So that's pretty amazing. Oh, thank you. You're doing the math. That's why you're quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Super. So then the second thing we do is we have an annual summit called the Million Dollar Women Summit. And that's where we gather 200 high growth women entrepreneurs in New York City, for two days of interactive workshops, keynote speakers, one-on-one coaching with female founders in their own industries who are running multi-million dollar businesses, and a pitch competition where someone walks away with $50,000. So we are, have a really big growing movement. And you know our main challenge, and it's part of why I can relate to the women I'm working with, You know I scaled up a product company, which was Little Pim, into the multi-millions, but now I'm scaling up my own coaching company. So I'm setting up amazing systems. I built a platform this year for my coaching program program. I'm hiring people all over the country and all over the world to help push this along and uh, having a blast too. That's fantastic. So what does your team look like now, your team? I have about five people working with us, mostly remote. I have two kids. My kids are almost 10 and 13. And, you know, I can kind of see the end with my 13-year-old, like when he's going to go off to college. So I want to be around as much as possible. So I have a home office and an office office. And I'm really a bit guarded about my time with my kids. So for me, this is the right way. When I had little Pim, I had a team of 10 at one point and went into the office every day. I love that too. But at this phase, I'm into, you know, working remotely, do a lot of meetings on Zoom, and we use my platform to keep everything organized that we built from scratch. That, which is great. So now at the million, that they summit, how does the course, I mean, it might seem like an obvious question, but it's worth pointing out. How does the course differ from the summit? Oh, well, the course creates an online community of women scaling up their businesses. So the women get to know each other online. They're in this group coaching program. They meet regularly via Zoom, and we build up this 
really cool tight community. But I'm a huge believer in offline. So that all rolls up to the Million Dollar Women's Summit, which this year is April 5th and 6th in person, where all these women from across the country who've met each other and built this amazing community online now meet up in person and get the chance to form some really deep friendships and relationships and meet up with our coaches. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So do you typically have a lot of people who are in the program then also attend the summit? Or do you also have people who just go to the summit and that's it? Uh, it's both. So everybody who attends the program gets a free ticket to the summit. So that's like part of their training, right, is to come to the summit, especially the women who've never fundraised. I really want them to see women pitching because so few women are going out and raising capital. And that is part of why we're not seeing as many big multi-million dollar companies. I'm a big advocate of women raising capital. Anyone who's read my book knows that. So we love them to come to the summit for that, but also to work with one-on-one women entrepreneurs. You know, Ari, from our mutual friends who are successful female founders running multi-million dollar companies, they get like five emails a day from women who'd love to take them out for coffee. And they don't have time to do that. So they mainly say no. But then once a year, they say a big yes, they come to our summit and they coach women who are at the summit and they're delighted to do it. And I'm so grateful to them. We have 30 women running multi-million dollar companies who, you know, descend on our summit at lunch and coach all the women who attend. It's really cool. That's fantastic. I mean, because a lot of times you obviously know, I mean, some of the mistakes that people are making are really common and the fix is usually, it's not necessarily easy, but it's simple. Absolutely. And, you know, you can read business books, you can go to seminars, but nothing beats learning from someone who's done exactly what you're trying to do. You know, that's why I learned so much from you. You know, when I met you, I remember you had two kids, I think, at the time, um, which already is a handful. Now I think you're up to four, right? Yep, that's right. (laughs) And I was like, well, if he can be the kind of dad he wants to be and, you know, post to social media three times a day and run his business, like, I want to figure out how to do that. So thank you for teaching me so I can now help so many women across America learn the same delegation skills. Well, you can't see me, but you're making me blush. So thank you. So the last question that I always like to ask on these interviews is what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? I think one would be top advice for being effective. One, take the extra minute to document your systems. So right now with Masterclass, I have a running document called Masterclass Manual. And everything I do, every email I send out, every Zoom invite, I am taking another minute to go into that document and copy and paste it and keep track of it. It saved me so many hours already. Every time I relaunch Masterclass, I go back into it. So one, take the extra time to document what you're doing. Two, what gets outsourced is what gets done. I think you taught me that. So if you're struggling with something, you don't like it, right? Your bookkeeping, your social media, whatever it is, outsource it. It will get done. And then number three, let's see, what is number three? Say the question again. The advice to be the most effective. Be the most effective. Oh, right. Well, I wrote in my book about something called BBT, Best and Brightest Time. And that is identifying at what times of the day are you most effective and to make sure to put your serious brain work in those times. So I'm a total morning person. I'm up at six with my kids. I'm on fire. I'm on email. Um, but you know, by 4 PM, I'm kind of hazy. Me too. (laughs) Well, there you go. Right. We're morning people. So I put all my important brain work, writing blogs, you know, doing important emails in the morning and anyone who like needs advice from me, sorry guys, but they're in the afternoon, (laughs) right? Because I'm happy to give advice, but I can't take up those precious morning hours. So once you start looking at everything you're doing through this BBT lens, and I wrote about this in Million Dollar Women, you can really save so much time and be much more effective with yourself. One of my big messages in Million Dollar Women is you are your greatest asset. And when you fully embrace that, you start becoming really protective of your time.
That's excellent advice. Thank you, Julia. And thank you for your time. So where can people go to find out more about the Masterclass and the Summit? Everything is on my personal website at juliapimsler.com. If you scroll down on the homepage, you can get to the Masterclass, which is mdwmasterclass.com and the Summit as well. And please follow me on social media at Julia Pimsler. I love Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, favoring Instagram these days. So uh, come find me there. You'll also hear my son sing. He's got a pretty good voice. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, thanks again, Julia. It's a delight to be with you, and thanks for everything you're doing to help everyone be more efficient and effective and better parents, too. I'm really grateful to you. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. If you'd like to get more done in less time, join our exclusive community of entrepreneurs and visionaries, the Less Doing Labs. It's free and just for you. Go to lessdoinglabs.com slash more done.